0: going on facebook live youtube boys and girls of the podcast channel (laughs) what is up mr schiller you know just happy to be here with you my friend really another another podcast well i was trying to be nice yeah (laughs) i was gonna say you're welcome so there (laughs) yeah i guess i got the short end of that stick but
2: (laughs) whole nother story i got it
0: <laughs> uh welcome back everybody uh got an epic guest in the house for you guys tonight we got jt john thomas from yak gadget in the house uh got to see some of his new creations uh down there at the old ICAST. uh so we're looking forward to catching up with him seeing what's new on the yak gadget front and uh All that good stuff. You got anything before we jump into this, Jay? No, sir, man. Just uh, been waiting to talk to you, Mr. Chammish. Nice, nice. Well, let's get the man of the hour in here, Mr. John Thomas.
2: I was going to say, we're we're so cheap. We have to do that (laughs) manually.
0: (laughs) How's it going, brother? Can he not hear us?
2: I know, like what now? You're gonna have technical difficulties. He's just staring. At, it looks all mean. Nope, can't hear you.
0: Hey, John.
2: So, right. bo- boot him out. and Have him come back in. I'm gonna boot <laughs> him.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, yeah, well it is, man. You know that whole national yeah, internet not so good.
0: Technology, man. <laughs> uh, gotta love it. Gotta love it. It's not his fault. It's uh, the old interwebs.
2: That's right it's all the gerbils <laughs> <laughs> you been out fishing lately um a couple times did a couple drifts on the clinch and uh got in some trout oh you
0: did catch some trout
2: oh yeah yeah i just you know it's funny i i don't really post anything really anymore but i'm taking the pictures but uh no i've uh i haven't caught one within the slot limit because i want to take you know some home but um pretty much i've been doing like 12 to like 13 and a half inches for the most part
0: nice nice you never
2: guess what i'm catching them on
0: inline spinner
2: oh yeah rooster tail dude all day long <laughs> I'm, I'm you know it's funny i'm finally glad i can like use the ultralight you know for purpose yeah <laughs> instead of like slinging heavy stuff i mean it's fun it's cool although there are giant stripers in there too but that's a whole other thing
0: all right hold that thought you got us now John
3: i do man this is All how right. it's gonna start huh <laughs> yes yeah, I, guess, I guess sorry man i, I guess that's what
2: they with them. like we can't hear you
3: yeah <laughs> yeah well the sound went out and i was like i was like are they gonna bring me back in and the sound yeah. comes in and then when you guys came in i was like i'm gonna have to like learn sign language or whatever i don't, I don't know what this is it's probably something really rude you were looking at it,
2: like you were looking so intently like,
3: oh, this going <laughs> with this like what's going on. dude? Am I <laughs> being a <off> now? <laughs> great. Par for the course, right?
0: Yeah, right, right, right. It's hey man, it's uh technology. If if you don't have at least one little hiccup every show, it's uh it's not a complete show, right?
3: Well, as they say about technology, it's great until it stops working. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. It's exactly. great until
0: it ain't. <laughs>
3: then we're then we're going back to the old school, right? Smoke signals, yeah. terrier pigeons, everything uh, I
0: love it. Love, all about it, man. it. love it. Well, welcome back to the show, man. Um, I know you had some cool new interesting stuff uh down there at iCast and uh definitely wanted to talk about that, you know, all the new things going on with Yak Gadget. You, I know you did a huge revamp of like packaging and all that good stuff man so um i got to see all that stuff firsthand down there at icast man and it's looking looking nice and sweet um so um i i guess let's start with this because i think this is going to be killer man i saw your mount down there at icast and i think that thing is going to crush it
3: are you saying the uh like the live pro mount you mean or yeah 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 oh yeah. yeah 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 man that's been a that's been a really interesting project because that's probably been like in like this is my you know ICAST was my ninth show <laughs> i did yeah. i did like nine shows i'm supposed to be going one up to one in august man and i, I Right now I have got some other scheduling things. I, I'm not sure yet, but I don't know if I can do ten this year. Uh yeah. uh it was it was but I'll tell you what was great about those fishing expos, because eight of them were fishing expos and of course iCast. But those eight fishing expos, man, they I'm telling you, that's like I'm like paid to get like R and D, right? Like right. because they tell you what they want. And that that one item was by far the most requested whether they're on a boat or a kayak or a john boat uh any kind of watercraft basically they're really wanting something that for some reason and i kind of felt like okay other people are coming out with these i'm not the only one but why isn't why hasn't that particular item already been addressed to where i wouldn't even need to make one right and so i had to study it i had to kind of study okay what's the opportunities here you know why why make one how, how is ours going to be different and what are the what are the ones that exist right now what are they not doing sure and, and so i really kind of you know i thought icast was like a really cool place to you know kind of unleash it a little bit but we got such great feedback from it because i think what we did and I and I'll I'll tell you right now, what I looked at was a feature that just wasn't being addressed was an automatic kick up feature. Yep. Like if you hit something, that's a thousand dollar transducer. Uh, reducer, but yeah. Thousand uh, dollar transducer by itself, in addition to the rest of it, by the time you buy the brain and the transducer and then and then whatever graph that it goes with, I mean you're in it, you're in it for I mean, if you're lucky between sixteen and you know, two thousand dollars total. So what are we gonna, what, like, so why buy my amount? Well, I, I just really thought, like what we do with a lot of other things, we try to protect your investment, you know? And I wanted to create a kick up feature that if you hit something, it would just kind of just swivel, you know, just swivel like that. And then you could then put it back in, uh, snap it back into the bracket, and it wouldn't come loose. It, we created like a hinge, uh, like a, a hinge collar, if you will, that mm-hmm. just that just kicks up and it, that's been a really uh that was really received well and then the other thing that i came up with with it was a tension collar so you could adjust it at different heights so you could bring it up like a periscope or a reverse periscope if you will you sure. can bring it up like a periscope and then and then you know right now the only thing holding that one back from being released is we're just getting we're just trying to um you know, get the supply on the shafts um, dialed in. We we have a supplier, but I'm I'm kind of going back and forth with them just to get that interior diameter of the shaft. Because what I want you to be able to do is to be able to be bring your electronics head up through the shaft. That way, you don't have to worry about zip tying any wiring, any of that stuff. It's just a clean, easy to use setup. And so, um, so I'm I'm being pretty particular uh in my interior diameters right now so i'm going with my supplier now we're just going back and forth so they can get me exactly what i want and try to keep the cost down as well sure so the, so the model the prototype that i kind of showed at icast was just kind of a preview of what was to be released but i've answered a ton of emails already about that product the, the interest level is is there and plus we've tried to keep that price point below 150 which puts us in the number one spot in, in terms of value. <laughs>
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. Like, I started uh, poking around after I saw yours because I, you know, I haven't invested in Livescope myself. Just I going haven't either. Just going back to what you're talking about, like the older version of the transducer is a thousand dollars. The newest version, I think, is like fourteen to sixteen
3: hundred dollars. That, that's what I'm hearing. I'm learning so much about it because people want me to make it, and I'm like. Gosh, I'm going to end up having to buy one so that I can, you know, address all of it. But there's so many different versions of it. I mean, you know, Carmen's mm-hmm. got one. Lawrence has one. Hummingbird yeah. has one. I mean, it, it's 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 one <laughs> of the things where I was like, well, I could concentrate and get stuck in the weeds on that. Or I could just create just a platform where, you know, you could figure out how to attach it, you know, in different ways. And we'll make some different adapt, add-on adapters for your different transducers where they can, some of them want to be able to change the angle of them, you know, um, and some things like that. And we're we're not going to ignore that, but we're just like, we could get stuck in the weeds and never release this thing. And that's the challenge too, right? You're trying to put out something, you're trying to address a need that's not being met apparently. And then I go, okay, well now do I wait until I have everything just right? Or do I just go ahead and release something because something is better than nothing? Sure. Uh, so that's where we're kind of at right now. I'm kind of at that crossroads. I'm, we're kind of on the eve of doing it, but I'm just trying to get some things locked down. And, and uh, but no, to your point, these transducers are not going down in price. They're going up in price because <laughs> they're going up in they're going up in capabilities, right? Yes. Yeah.
0: So, oh yeah yeah it's it's just that advancement in technology right as that progresses it's just only going to get worse and then the older models will get discount you've seen that over and over with electronics right you know but i remember you showing me that kick kick up feature and i just like my eyes lit up and i was like oh okay all right and i think that was my response i said oh Okay. All right. I like what you're doing here. You know, because you don't see that on the other ones. It's almost That's like an affixed thing, you know?
3: That's it, man. And 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 the thing about it is too, is like other people have made them, but they haven't made them specifically specifically for the kayak. And sure. I was well. like, I was like, well, first of all, you gotta we're yak gadget. We gotta do that. But secondly, yeah. it was that very thing was like I've seen one where it's like, I guess if you hit something, it just comes out of the holster and I guess you have it tethered because you have the wire into your electrics, but now you're going to be fishing for your pole on the side to sure. grab it and put it back in. And I was like, nah, I I know one thing, like I'm, you you know, if you're on a new canoe or a Hobie, you have, you, you kind of have the. The safety, if you will, to reach beyond that V, right? Sure. A kayak and bend down in the water and pick something up or fish for it. But if you're in other kayaks, man, I mean yeah. that, that's why we, you know, we go back to our crate. It's a perfect example. You know, um, everything looks great on dry ground, but how does it function in every craft? Not just not just the elite model type, you know, in sure. terms of ability that is. I mean, all of them are elite in my opinion. All the brands. I mean, you look at Crescent all the way up. They're all elite brands. They're well-made products. But you know, in terms of stability, you know, you know, if you're going to try that in a Lee, good luck. If you're going <laughs> to, because it's a river craft, right? It's, right, right, it's right. A different thing. But you, if you want to be able to use this product on that boat, you should be able to without any any jeopardy of overextending your arm. That's why I designed it the way I did, where there's a slide adjust feature where you can bring it into the boat or out of the boat, uh, away from the boat. And 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 be able to reach your arm safely and be able to direct this the you know direction of the transducer without overextending your arm and, and therefore getting your weighted imbalance causing a, a potential turtle, right? Sure. So I I put all that into consideration. So it, it'll work great on a big boat and it'll work great on a small boat. And some of the other models that I've seen out there that they, they've not necessarily I'm not sure how they're addressing some of that, but I'm proud of how, you know, we've addressed it, you know?
0: Yeah. No, you could definitely tell you put a lot of thought into the functionality of it, right? Which I think a lot of others didn't necessarily consider that, right? And, you know, they just put out a product because they knew there was a demand there instead of, you know, hold on, wait a minute, let's think about this and let's make this the best product, right? right which it seems like you've you've done that quite a bit over yeah. your track record of you know starting yak gadget
3: right well i appreciate that we tried to i i just i kind of feel like okay we could put anything out and, sure. and we could rush we could rush it out or we can take time and be able to really go okay if we put this out why are we doing it are we doing it for a money grab or are we doing it because we actually care about the users and their products and we try to help them protect their investment. Right. Right. And, and I'll be honest with you, man. And I, you know, I don't soft shell much in my life. I'm not gonna start now. The money grab thing has never been on my list. I obviously if it was my products would cost a lot more than they do. They wouldn't be (laughs) one of the best values on the market. They would be one of the highest ones because I think our quality is there to justify it. Sure. But I also knew that, you know, that wasn't realistic either. If you're you're getting your potential newcomer in the kayak accessories or just watercraft accessories industry um, at all, and you come in at a higher price point than some of the leaders, it's that's sauce you know, that there's a balance there. So I really wanted to be value oriented. And I think this product is no no exception. And but value and what you get for your value you know and i think we've that's what we have tried to do on every product we've ever released it's like okay we're going to give you more than one function usually on a lot of our stuff and then the price point is going to be there to where it justifies not only you buying the product but you're also getting a lot more bang for your buck too
0: yeah yeah 100 man and, and i
3: think this one fits that same kind of you know that that same kind of thing and it's kind of cool because now i'm able to kind of steal from myself a little bit now and I'm able to develop some of these products a little bit faster now because I'm able to take some of the technologies that we've, you know, some of the methodologies that we've come up with, you know, for other products in the past. And I've been able to kind of, you know, like, this, like you know, this, um, I guess we're going to call it the quick scope uh, mount. But this quick, that quick scope mount is no exception. I mean, I kind of Frankensteined it in a way with a bunch of other things that we've kind of already made. We took some of the things from our quit stock you know, our quick stop anchor, we took some things from our paddle holders, the you know, we just took all kinds of different things from different places. And, um, I think it kind of culminated into a very useful, uh, value centric product. So.
0: Well, and that's one of the things I realized when, uh, when I actually saw it there at ICAS, I was like, well, there's the, the paddle holder. Oh, there's the, mm-hmm. you know, locking mechanism from the, the, uh, quick stop pole. And, you know, all that good stuff. And I'm like, man, I'm like, John already had all this stuff ready to roll. All he had to do was put it. Yeah, and it definitely came out pretty spectacular, man. And that price point, like I said, man, it's I like I said, after uh, because we were talking about it Monday on the the noob show, I w- brought up that you were going to be on the show here. And I was talking about that particular product. And uh I'm like, man, I looked looked up uh what some of those mounts are and i mean there's one that's going for like four or five hundred bucks something like that like yeah Yeah. that's just crazy so you got a sixteen hundred dollar transducer on top of a you know a five hundred dollar mount just to hold it that's just crazy
3: yeah i you know i was you know that that whole acronym of boat you know broke out another thousand and i guess kayak is going to be what kick your own ass or something i mean (laughs) You know, because it's like when you start looking at money like that, man, it's like, damn, I done bought another kayak for that price, like a pedal driven one, you know, by the time you add all of that up and, you know, and I know which one you're talking about. And that is a well-made product. Don't, don't think that I'm, I'm not going to hate on anyone else's product because there's, there's a lot of, uh, there, there are a lot of great products out there that are extremely well-made man. And I mean, and, yeah. and I, I have played with that that particular brand and and uh, at some of the shows and man they make a hell of a product. There's no question. I just knew that for for what we do, man, we try to be as value centric as, as we can possibly be because because and I mean we don't try to be on the low end. I, I think sometimes I think sometimes us trying to be on the low end has kind of been a detriment to how we've been valued. I think by uh, you know in the industry sometimes, but I think. More than not, I think people just really appreciate what we're trying to do overall, you know.
0: Well, yeah, that's just it. Uh, Duke, Duke West Camp from Catch just chimed in. He said... mean you know if, if you got a hundred thousand dollar boat you know but sure whatever right yeah
3: yeah I think I think I saw that comment where he said it was like they got that that one's for like 2400 you said um yeah I mean and I'm sure it's gonna be crazy features you know and, I, and that's the other thing too because I had a lot of boat guys approach me at ICAST when they saw it and they said hey are you going to make a boat version i'm like well hell yeah we are i mean yeah, i mean we're going to have a longer shaft for the boat guys probably you know probably around 60 inches and then 40 inches for the kayak guys and then they one of the reasons why i'm using the material for that shaft as, as, that i am is so you could self-edit it you know you could make it shorter you know for your boat to, or you can make it longer if you want to stand up and fish and be able to bring it up and be able to you know guide it while you're still standing and fishing um if you're on a you know a platform that will let you do that so i i wanted to just make something that was kind of open-ended and let you choose your own adventure a bit you know
0: sure sure yeah chris cabral chiming in from uh the west west coast he says damien tile kicks her ass with a pvc mount you know
3: yep yep <laughs> yep and that's why you know i was looking at the material i was like well should we use a um and by the way i met him at bass masters uh damon tau what a great guy just yeah, a cool super dude, nice. Man. Yeah. I was so happy for him cuz I think he finished second at at Bass Masters and, and and man, he was just glowing. It was so cool to to meet him and then and meet his buddy who his buddy was actually just as happy for him at, at you know, it, you know yeah. typically your typically your buddies are they're happy for you but they're you know, they're you know what I mean? But but uh but he was just as he was so proud of, of his buddy, you know, of Damian and and, and he was promoting him. He was promoting him more than Damien when it was promoting yeah. stuff. You know, I think I think david was probably still like going, "I can't believe this happened." Kind of, yeah. I think he was still trying to get, I think he was still trying to get his head wrapped around it. And and his buddy was like, "Dude, this guy's kicking butt," you know. So it was really cool to meet both of those guys. They came in my booth, man. We had a great, we had some great discussions. But but uh, but I digress. You know, we'll go back to the shaft part of that. I looked at aluminum, and I, man, I just. I've looked at some of the pricing that's happening right now and, and, you know, and it's not terrible, but I was kind of looking at it going, you know what? I use a lot of plastic. I I know what plastics can do if you get the right ones that are UV protected and all that. And Mm -hmm. I I found a good PVC based type of material that is really, I mean, we tried to bend that pipe at ICAST. I was like, Hey, try to break it. If you can break it, man, I'll, I'll buy you dinner. And, uh, nobody was kind of able to do it and I'm sure there's a strong dude that would be able to do it but, <laughs> but I mean you're talking like four or five hundred pounds of pressure at that point uh but but that's what I'm saying like we you know I was looking at the right material to kind of use for this to try to keep the cost down but also just make it easy for you to cut it down if you know if you want to um you know if you want it shorter for your boat I didn't want to just say okay it's got it's only going to be 24 inches long and you know, it's up for it's up to you if you want to put another pipe on there, you can. And um, yeah, I just saw what Duke just said. He's making some great points. So that's why that's one of the reasons why we were trying to yeah, tubing was and, and also to Duke's point, tubing's also been very hard for me to track down for aluminum too. It's not been an easy, uh, easy road for me. That so that kind of led to the PVC and I, you know, and I did some tests uh on the water with it just to see, you know, hey, how's this going to do? And it just turned out being very, you know, very good. And and nice. I was like, okay. Um, and, and plus, you know, getting it at a right around an inch and a half interior diameter so you can run your wire up through the shaft, I think is super important as well. And, and just making a clean install. And also, you can put it on your boat and, and hook it up to your, you know, to your fish finder and your transducer, you know, in under five minutes. That's, that's another thing too. It's like, people ask us he's like you know do you guys worry about not including a bunch of directions so i'm like well we try to make our product so intuitive that if it takes us longer than five minutes to tell you how to use it we did a crappy job of of making yeah. it and yeah it just, it just kind of is what it is i mean with our crate we give you some directions to put together but sure but, but with some of that stuff it's like and we'll have some directions for it obviously but but that's the thing. It's like, we, we try to make products pretty easy to use and intuitive too. And and I think all that coming together at, at the time in which it did, and for us to show it, I, I cast the way that we did. I, I couldn't have been happier with the response. I think a lot of people really appreciate what we're trying to do. Okay.
0: What else, uh, what else you want to hit on from ICAST, man? I know, uh, you know, flex stagers are always a big item that, uh, everybody was going to, but you also had that, uh, uh, bow mount anchor system.
3: Yeah. So I think, <laughs> so I think that was another thing, like we were trying to do is like, okay, if we're going to drop products, you know, I want them to be unique if we, you know, and, and, and I kind of was looking at, um, the bow anchoring piece of this. Cause I know a lot of people like, again, working, working all the shows I worked, it was really awesome because I got to have a bunch of different kayaks in my booth. And uh, one of them was that RVR one, one nine, which I really, I love the design of it. I think, I think, uh, I think Hans just really knocked it out of the ballpark with that particular one. And everyone kind of talked about, you know, having that, that pulley wheel in the front. Mm-hmm. And I kept thinking, well, you know what, how about we how about we make uh, how about we make an upgrade that allows you to have that type of feature on on just about every boat on the market? Why, right. why can't we do that? So we created um, so we created the and I guess we're going to call that the quick drop. You know, we try to stay in line with our names, um, but uh, we made a vertical version for the vertical handles and then we made the horizontal version that works on you know like new canoe go you know we had it on a new canoe unlimited we we actually had the only new canoe limited um in our booth at, at ICAST. so we we you know and i blake at new canoe really hooked us up and got us a really beautiful boat to have in our booth and shout outs to him he he was awesome and and now he's arranged for me to have a bulldog um, unlimited I, I just picked it up on Monday it got nice. it, it got to me yeah man And we're gonna we're gonna actually uh we're gonna wrap that one yak yeah, gadget so that nice. one's gonna be our oh, wow. that's gonna be our tour boat man that's nice. we <laughs> take that on the road because it showed so well I mean the unlimited really allows us to put all of our gear virtually mm-hmm. most of the products we even make on on that boat so it's pretty killer but uh but anyway yeah so the what we, what I kind of discovered with that particular item, we were able to take the handle off, put this plate on, and it has a wheel. So I found, I found a good wheel that I like that's stainless and, and, um, and, and um, and a UV protected, you know, um, polymer. And so I went ahead and, um, you know, created that in the summer, um, kind of early summer in June. I took it out on, I put it on a Jackson Cusa X that the guys at Jackson let me have. Have a boat for a while. I still have it actually in the shop. I've been developing some things with them on, and um, I took it out on the water with that Kusa X. And man, I put a De Bomb anchor on the front. Uh, no tight lines coming out with their uh, river anchor. I can't wait for that. I talked to uh, I talked to Thomas about that, but but I think for a river anchor, a front anchor solution, I I put a De Bomb on there, and and uh, it really did great. I mean, it just deployed very easily, very smooth. Uh, And man, when it dropped and and when it dropped and then I used the quick winder kind of to, you know, tension up the line, it really held me in position like really, really well. And, you know, and I was, you know, I was on big water. I wasn't on like a really fast moving river or anything, but, but it, but it, you know, there was some movement, there was some current and it really did hold me in place. And I was just really impressed with just how easy it was to use. And I think that was the thing that, you know, I, I kind of feel like, um, I kind of feel like, okay, this is a product that is really important to get out there. And, uh, so I made the new canoe version, brought it to ICAST and was doing demos. I had a foam floor, you know, you have to bring your own floor
1: yeah. to set up a booth there. <laughs> yeah.
3: So I was like, I'm glad it's foam. Cause I could just drop this anchor. i just try to make sure I miss people's feet. You know, when I drop <laughs> that thing, that's a six pound, that's a six pound hammer coming down, um, uh, <laughs> But uh but I love but I just loved watching people's reaction to it. It's like, and a lot of people are like, man, I you know, we can't we can't believe that, you know, that uh that hasn't already been there, you know, already. Yeah. And I was like, well, you know, I'm I'm not like Tesla or anything. I'm you know, I'm just I'm just some <laughs> dude that I'm just some dude that looks at stuff and goes, man, I could really use that out on the water. And I you know, I told sure. that story a lot to people. It was like that's where all of our stuff has really come from is I'm out on the water and i was like man i wish i had this or i wish i had that or i think the market could use this because man i know i sure could or why does this have to cost this price you know like mm-hmm. when we came out with our quick stop anchor system it was like okay we'll make a pole based anchor system why not and and why is it why is it got to cost 800 bucks and now and again that's not putting down micro power pole they make a they, i mean it's an incredible product um, I mean, all these guys make all, all my, all the people that I'm either competitors with or, or even people that I make products along with in the industry, man, we're all making some really killer stuff, you know, like with Duke at catch. I mean, look at all the great stuff that he's been doing lately with, uh, with all the rails and all the different things he's doing. So there's so many great people out there making killer products. Yeah. We're just, and I, and I, sometimes I feel like we're just trying to keep up, you know, like yeah. we're just trying to <laughs> Like we can't come to ICAST with the same old same old. We at least got to do. You at least got to bring some new stuff because everyone else is gonna bring their A game, right? So yeah. So it was just you know. So I thought that was another good time to introduce that. We we kind of pretty much have that in production now. We're about to release that uh, official the horizontal and the vertical versions, and then we're working on the old town solution uh, version. Nice. Uh, Because yeah, because that's that's one that people saw it in a lot of the videos that were came from my cast and now people are like, Oh, does it fit this boat, that boat. Now you get into that game. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. And I, and I know that game so well because of uh, <laughs> our anchor systems and motor mounts and everything that we started with. So, um, so I'm going to have to probably get access to a lot of those boats again, just to study the handles. But, uh, but anyway, no, I think, uh, I think overall, like that product is really good. Um, uh, I think, uh, some of the other things that you know we we've, we've improved our quick tracks for the hobies uh, we redesigned um um the the hinge piece where it grips on um the bite now that it has on the HRL now is undeniable like we had like me and um and two of my friends at the shop tried to torque it and we couldn't do it and we hooked it up to like we have a we have a few like industrial vices and stuff so I was like, I said, like, we're going to bust this rail pipe before we like, like get this thing off. But I said, let's try to break it. Cause that's me. I'm I'm like, that. Yeah. that's my tensile strength testing is like, let's just try to break this crap I'll hook, yeah. I'll hook it up to my truck. What do we got to do? Put a chain horse on it. Put a couple on, whatever we got to do. <laughs> and so, uh, and so we were like, we just wanted to make sure, Hey, let, let's take something that's already good and let's make it better. So we did that. We had that at ICAST as well. I was really proud of what we've come come with that because now we just we took we took a product people already liked and we just made it stronger and i'll do that i'll do that from time to time i'll look at i'll look at the shortcomings of my own products and i go okay because nobody's perfect right and it's like okay well how do how am i going to make this better well you know i'm going to find a way to make it better and if someone complains like i think i got like one complaint on that but it took one complaint for me on that product and i said you know what that person makes a great point so I told, I told that customer, I said, Hey, I'm going to redesign this. We're going to test it in our shop and I'm going to send you the redesigned one. Like, don't worry about sending the old one back. I'm going to go ahead and, and, you know, and he, he sent me, a, you know, he sent me a letter thanking me, you know, saying, Hey, most people wouldn't do that. And I'm like, well, you know what? It, I had the idea to uh, how to solve it. And I was like, let's run it. And then once we did it, we all, you know, you agreed um the people that i showed it to and also you know uh people at the shop who helped me uh at, with it we all agree hey let's just re-release this with this because it's better it's that much better so it's just stuff like that we go through you know we're we're doing that with some of our other products but yeah we showed all also all the variation of flex rods uh we got like eight different versions of that product yeah That's and i'm crazy. proud of it. i'm well i'm proud of it because again every I think what I've tried to do as a graphic designer when I was a graphic designer for almost 30 years is when you work with clients and I own my own design firm, you know, interactive design firm, you know, digital marketing firm, you have to kind of take yourself out of the equation and you have to listen to your customers. Oh yeah. And if they don't, and if you're not going to give them what they want, they're going to go elsewhere to get what they want. So Mm -hmm. it's not, it's not necessarily about me as much as it is like when they, come to me and i go okay i have my two rod and paddle holder version which is killer and people love it but then they go well what about if i don't want to have a paddle holder and i want to have three rods or what if i want to have four rods i've had somebody ask me for eight rod version i said i'm not doing an elk rack not doing that but but you know we did a three rod version a four rod holder version then and then we had our you know we had our bump board holder uh, already. So we're like, why don't we integrate the bump board holder and, and, and to this and make a version that does that. And you can have two rods and a bump board holder, which we, we sold a lot of those too. So it's, you know, so it's kind of like customer feedback drives a lot of it. And then sometimes I'll look at it and go, well, it'd be cool that if you, you know, if if you already have another uh, popular paddle holder that already exists on the market by another company, uh, What if you've already made the investment for that? You got to get rid of that so you can have my flex rods. It's like, no, we made now, we now make a version where if you have a roto grip, uh, you can, you know, take the uh, T-nut off of that, run it through, uh, run it through our product and link it right to it. And now you can, yeah, you can have a, a flex rod model that allows you to have two, two rods and, and now your preferred paddle holder that you've already invested in. And we did the same thing too with the uh, grip lift where um, one of the biggest things that people have said about that particular product is they wanted to sit higher off the deck. So we went ahead and made an item that we sell for under 10 bucks that allows you to lift it up almost three inches off the deck. I mean, three inches allowed to lift the grip, the grip itself, three inches. So that, so then that gives you like another inch with, with that product. So you're almost four inches off the deck now with, uh, with that product which people have really you know thanked us for doing as well so we try not to only just make versions because we think they'd be cool we it really comes from a lot of customer feedback and that integration with uh with that existing paddle holder i think was another example of how we kind of tapped into something that was a need and and now it gives people the flexibility of and plus those are, that's a cheaper model so now they can you know pay less for the flex rods and then take the cost of the investment they already made and, and it's not breaking their bank. And now they, they, they get to customize it the way they want it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Good. I
0: think it's
2: important, man. It's like, <clears throat> you know, and you're right. I mean, uh, everybody along the way has made a lot of investments and in all these extra parts and yeah. we've all got extra stuff laying around. Oh yeah. Um, and, and the problem I think is, is, you know, that you've attacked on this is that a lot of stuff is proprietary and mm-hmm. understandably, Sure, but I also think there's a benefit to, you know, uh, more or less, you know, uh, helping out, you know, the public so they can use the stuff they're to get, you know. I mean, when you can, I mean, everything we do anyway is, you know, DIY and uh, yeah, yeah. You know, we're always adding and just trying new stuff. I mean, yeah, you know, we've all been there from the very, you know, very beginning of it, you know, with just milk crates and PVC tubes and. You know, and now it's like you have like higher end stuff that now can integrate with the other stuff you've invested your money into, and uh, you know, and I think that'll go a long way. Just in general, uh, I mean, it'd be cool to see that with more companies too. Just kind of working inadvertently. I mean, it's you know, just kind of partnering, but not right. Just making well, it accessible.
3: I mean, I, I've I've said this. A lot since I've been doing this for the last five years. Uh, I'll work with anyone that wants to work with me. I have zero prejudice. Uh, I'm not going to say that other people may feel that way, or they or they may not feel that way, but I'm extremely open minded because I think yeah. there's room for all of us. And yeah. I th- and I think us trying to just belittle each other, or or try to leapfrog each other, or try to sink each other's battleship. Is, is kind of a wasted energy and effort because there are so many small companies out there like my own that are, that don't have investors. I don't, I'm not necessarily tethered. I have a little bit more freedom, if you will. And I think there's a lot of us out there that are like that. And it's like, you might want to talk to us and work with us instead of trying to work against us or leapfrog us sure. because, because we're making stuff that'll help your products. Like, like, my thing is, you know, some people ask me, they're like, well, when you made the grip left, or when you made the, or when you made the, you know, that version of the flex rods that works with, you know, Yakutak product, were you worried about that? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm actually promoting their product for them yeah, right. for free. They didn't right. have to pay me. Right? If I have a picture of their rotor grip, just to show an example of, of how it works, it's, it's like. I, what i'm saying is hey if you already have a paddle grip you don't have to buy my paddle grip you got theirs i'm promoting them so it's yeah. i'm I'm helping them just as much as i'm helping myself of making a of trying to address the need so it's like you know i think we let i think we let money uh come in come into play with some of this and i also think we uh we let our own selves i think and i'm not accusing them of anything don't i don't want to make it like that but right. but, I, but i feel like but i feel like a lot of times when and, and I and I and I've heard this so many times, and I'll I'll address this. And this is just John philosophizing. Okay, <laughs> you, you can love it or hate it or throw something at me when you see me. You know, in person, it's cool. It's totally good. But I think I think a lot of times, man, um, if we if we just kind of step back and just go, all right, let's just let we think like if we have an idea. Oh, we gotta protect that idea, and man, dude, this idea is the best idea ever. And oh man, if so and so even tries this, oh no. Well, okay, you can you can live that way, but man, you're you're gonna be you're gonna be miserable because the industry. As as I walked around at iCast, I saw a lot of examples of this. There's a lot of people doing a lot of things that are very in as much similar mindset okay that's sure that's about as as about as nice as i can put that and i'm like Dude, that just happens and i think yeah. like it's like you know and it and it happens to me i mm-hmm. mean it happens to everyone and i'm like well i got two ways i can attack that i could either be the meanest sob in the world and throw stuff and lose my lose my crap or i can just go you know what fine if this happens then I've got six other designs that I can release and, 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 and go fine. I'll release that. And then I'll, I'll do something to play ball with somebody else's stuff or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's like, sure. It's like, yeah. I'm open. I'm, I'm more open-minded with it now because, you know.
2: Well, you can only do so much, right? I mean, there's some, there's just some things that you just, you really can't recreate the wheel. You can just improve it or give your own uh you know your own edge to it you know you, yeah. it it's still going to function do the same thing you Yeah, know? it's it's like they're you know and you just can't get away from some of that stuff i mean well you know, obviously
3: and, I, and I, jay i think you make a great point and i think you also have to just continue to have faith in your own products because sure. if someone makes something that's suspiciously like yours or whatever then then you know what you just sit back and go they're going to be in a position of following and I'll just continue to be in a position of leading and I'll go ahead and make something else, you know, um, and, and, or I'll make another version of that item now. Now they got to play double catch up. Right. 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 Um, right. So it's like, it, it, you know, and, and, and I'm not trying to sound arrogant anyway, because I'm telling you when that's happened to me, I've, I've not had pleasant feelings (laughs) you know (laughs) i've wanted to lose my crap a lot but but dude that's just i just think that's the it's one of those things where and i have some things i have some ip protection on some things or whatever but man at the end of the day man you get into that then now you know it just it just becomes this whole like slippery slope of just despair i I, you know and and it's like I think we have built up a name and I think there's other businesses out there, I could also cite that have built up such a great, credible name. I could, I could rattle off at least 10 companies I really admire. I mean, I could go with rogue fishing. I could go with catch products. I really admire these I really admire these companies so much because, and, and if anyone knows what it's like to do what they do, it's me because I'm doing it too. So, so there's a lot of great companies out there that are doing some really just awesome products and awesome things that, that I'm like, you know, we're going to keep being awesome. You know, it's like, and, but we have these, I've had these similar discussions with a lot of these guys. And it's like, we just kind of sit back and we go, well, you know, if that's going to happen, then then the only thing I can do is control what I do and then control how I do it and just try to do the best and have faith in what I've done. Yeah. And then have faith going forward. Because I think the people that have bought our products. They. They believed. In us. So if they believe in us. If someone else puts out something very similar. Then. Are they going to stop believing in us? Uh, No. I I don't
0: think so man. I I don't
3: think so. At least I've not seen it yet. And I've had some people. I've had some people put out some stuff. And that's okay. I mean. And again. That's. Again, it's like we're in this industry. There's a lot of people that want to be in it. There's a lot of people that want to contribute. And if you're willing to work hard and sacrifice and do all the things that a lot of us small business owners have done, welcome to the game. I think it's great. Um, but, you know, I, I could also <laughs> you can also give me a holler and we can talk about the downsides of, <laughs> of a lot of this, too, because I, I haven't slept in like four and a half years, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like. You know, I, I haven't had a vacation in over three years. I I, I really don't. I I hear people and they take vacations. I'm like, what's that, man? Yeah, is that a word. <laughs> That's a word. Like, what is that? Tell me, yeah. that. tell me more about this uh, vacation thing, man. You take time off to fish? Really, yeah. dude? What's that like? Yeah. That's, hey, most people are winning, man. I mean, oh yeah. If you get a vacation and you get to go on the beach and like hang out with your feet in the sand for a couple, of, you're winning. I don't yeah. care. You're winning. You're killing it. I would love to be able to like turn my brain off and like be a derelict of of or or be negligent of my business to leave it for a few days to be able to do that. That would be killer. Uh, even sure. At ICAST, even me being an iCast man, I mean, iCast and I talked to you about this too. Like iCast kicked my butt. I don't know what it was, but I think all the setup, the talking, and and all of that, man, it was just and just and just. And just all of the business that I was doing down there and all that stuff, it it kicked my rear, man. It took me probably a good two weeks. And plus, man, I think them turning off the AC so you can set up in there. Uh that didn't help things. No, that's uh, brutal, man. That's brutal. Right, man. Man. <laughs> dude, dude, I was in there on that Monday. Uh, next year I'm bringing light. Oh well, I'm tell you, I shouldn't probably shouldn't to say this idea out because I have an idea to pay for my booth down there. <laughs> I'm gonna bring a cooler with tons of ice cold water and a golf cart. and I'm just gonna drive around, dude, and sell those <laughs> sell that water, dude, for like four bucks a bottle. And I guarantee you I'll pay for my booth, man. I'll be expense free. Oh yeah. And and barrel, and I'm gonna rent out barrel fans. I'll rent <laughs> barrel fans. Someone's gonna do this now. I oh know. yeah. I know. I've done giving away a, a, a really important idea, but but dude, I I got that. I think it was around like two o'clock that Monday. I was setting up my booth, man, and I'm like starting to get lightheaded. I'm like, am I gonna pass out in here? Right. It, it, Am I because you know they had all the bay doors open and they had all the doors open so they had the AC off and you know we're late in July. Dude.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. I mean you're yeah, man, you're 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 crotch pot cooking like the second you walk in there, you know. It's swamp, yeah. add, it's swamp it's swamp ass city as soon as you hit the door. It's swamp <laughs> ass
2: <Swamp-ass> city <laughs> season. Dude, it was and, and
3: since I was solo setting up, you know, and, and Michael uh shout <laughs> out to Michael Daughter, he came down and helped me. On Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, man, he was he was incredible, man. I can't say enough good things. He saved my bacon too. I won't go into that, but um, but but yeah. So so that yeah. I mean, it's like I think me walking around ICAST too. I think having some time, I I get there like early in the mornings just mm-hmm. to walk around and look at new product. Because once the show starts, I'm I'm talking, I'm meeting with people. I I have no time to do it. So it was really cool for me to kind of like get there at like before eight. And I think mm-hmm. everybody else was still like either having hangovers or, or, <laughs> or, whatever, you know. So I just took time to walk around and look at all the new products. Sure. Uh, coming out, not just in our realm, but in, in all of everybody's stuff. Everybody's, yeah. man. Yeah. And, and, you know, this show was definitely different. It definitely had a different vibe. It definitely had a different, um, Energy and also it, it felt a lot less attended than when I was, especially when I was there in eighteen and nineteen. Where, I mean, there was so there were so many people in two thousand eighteen and nineteen there that you couldn't even walk. Right, right and right. Uh, and but it was still a really good show for us because we kind of it was kind of like a it felt like a coming out party for us in, in a in, in a sense because there was a lot of people that still weren't aware of us and and they got to see us you know and. Kind of, you know, in full presentation form, and I think that was, I think that was important for us. We picked up some new dealers. I think that was good, and I think also we, we got to reconnect with some of our existing dealers that we haven't seen in a while. So that was really cool. And then I think also just being able to talk with some of the the, the newer businesses too. Like, um, there's a company there called Twist Lock, and they had a they have a really cool product that I actually had on on the uh, on that new canoe. Um, and, uh, I actually had one of those, uh, that, that some, that, uh, that actually Mark Rogue Fishing gave me one. And, um, uh, and I was like, oh, I'll make an adapter for this and put it on the boat, see what these guys think about it. And so they were two boosts away from me. And I saw that on the planogram, they were going to be two boosts down from me. I'm like, all right, I'm going to walk over and just show them this. See? And their eyes got like really big and they came over to our booth and I think we're going to do some work with them. And then, you know, we, awesome. we met the guys, we met. Yeah. I mean, we mm-hmm. met the guys over at go boat, you know, the guys with the, the, with the, the round, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah but I talked to those guys they are really cool guys. Um, actually one of the owners of that, he, he actually was a graphic designer too, like from the '90s. So we we could both lament together what it was like, you know, getting into you know the web industry, at, you know, at dot com one level. So, so it was great, like meeting people like that. I mean, and then and then meeting guys, you know, from boat, you know, uh, you know the the guys who make the inflatables. Yeah. Job. So just meeting all these really cool people that that you know they knew about us, which was really cool. So we got to connect with a lot of good people, but. I think it was a really good show just to kind of show kind of where the industry's at. And, it, and, and I learned a lot. I, I learned a lot. So it was, it was important for me to go down there and, and show. And there were some people that unfortunately I didn't get to see or, or, or talk with. I hated that, but I was just, you know, on Friday, um, that's usually the day to do a lot of that stuff. And I was literally in my booth by myself. Sure. Because uh, Michael, Michael had to go home. Um, to get ready for another tournament himself. And so I was, you know, I just had to be there on my own and uh, I wasn't able to connect with some other people. I wanted to, but it was a great, it it was really a great event. I think there are some cool things coming out in the industry, but it's definitely, it feels like a down year, but I think that's got more to do with the economy than it does the innovation. I think the innovation is still there. And I think, I think that the room to, to the the room to innovate is still there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, one hundred percent. I agree with you wholeheartedly on that. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, uh, traffic was up this year compared to last year. So okay, I mean,
3: see, I didn't know that. So yeah, cool. yeah, yeah.
0: So I mean, COVID uh, the year before that it was even worse, right? Yeah, and um, I can see that. You know, with COVID and everything, and you had a lot of uh, international. Uh, folks that weren't traveling but this year you started to see him actually back there at the show and uh things like that which is super important super important well Um, and that
3: was that was also really cool for me man because i got to meet a lot of people from around the globe and that and and a lot of them were really you know the dealers from especially south america and some other places very interested in you know getting our products down there and i just thought that was really cool to to see them embrace our products and and like and just talk with them and just learn about fishing and other parts of the world and learn about you know how you know how some of these you know especially some of these usa made kayaks are getting their way down there and how they're embracing this this the kayak and how the kayak fishing communities are embracing some of these newer innovations too in other parts of the world i met a fellow from uh from japan who wants to carry our products in japan and and uh how cool is that you know it's that's like awesome. so, yeah and that, so that's a benefit of a show like that where you get to meet people from around the world and just see like we have this common interest of of sports that <laughs> that kind of bonds us in a way like it doesn't really matter if we could speak the same language it didn't didn't really matter, you know, what ethnicity we were. We, we all have this same love and passion for being out on the water and, and trying to uh, convince a fish to get on our hook, you know? So, so I think that's the thing that for me, like, I also take away from that experience is I got to, I got to meet a lot of new people and make some new friends and, and also be able to learn about what their challenges are in the market down there and, and, and the different places of the world and, and see, you know, how can we help them? How can we help them, um, meet those needs in some of these other places? So it it was really cool to, you know, to, to, to do that. And then I think also just, just the experience of seeing some of the new, you know, some of the, you know, showcased new products as well. And, and then, uh, getting to see you guys down there with, uh, and then some of the, some of the guys on our team and then, um, and then. Walking around and seeing how much money Yeti spends at one of these (laughs) things. It's like like, let's just build a house in the middle of this thing. We got that. So apparently they're doing good because they still got that budget, man. And then who brought the sushi? Who who was the guy that brought the they brought a they brought like what a Japanese chef? Uh
0: I believe that was Under Armour. I think it was Under Armour. They were
3: doing
2: there you go. That's Under Armour right
3: there. They brought a complete, a whole tuna, like a fresh. Like, this thing just got caught. Yeah. And they brought in this, like, sushi chef, and he was literally hacking this thing up there, not hacking it, but, you know, cutting it up, up. preparing it. And so people were like, they'll put as much sushi on your plate as you want it. And, dude, I think it was Jimmy Skinner. Like, he walked away. He was like, I think I got like over $200 of fresh sushi (laughs) on my plate here. And I'm like, I'm like going, dude, so there's people. There's people still doing, you know, good business. I guess. Oh, yeah. Was that a
2: yellow fin tuna?
3: Dude, I, I'm not sure. Because because it would of, be
2: crazy expensive as yellow. Well,
3: dude, I know it was. High, I know it was top quality because I, like, yeah. I, I didn't stand in line for it. I was too busy. I had to man my own booth. Yeah. But I walked past when I got free. I, got, I walked past and I noticed that this guy was doing some serious surgical work <laughs> over there. And then I was all like a whole line, man. that was like around the building. Oh, yeah. Uh, waiting to get, get some of this goodness. And, and I was going, man, dude. I just kept thinking, how much did that cost? You know? Yeah. Dude, that had to be thousands of dollars right oh, there. Oh, yeah. And then who had the tree house?
0: Uh, real tree.
3: Real, okay, that would make yeah. sense. Dude, I mean, dude, <laughs> I saw these guys like on Monday setting up, and you're just hearing, zip, zip, zip. You know, they're all building. I'm like, dude, is Bob Bela here? These dudes are building a freaking house. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I was setting up my little chintzy booth, you know, and yeah. I'm like, I'm like trying to get my little backdrop wall up, going, oh, it looks cool, you know. And I look yeah. back, and it's like, they now got a house with leather couches on a deck, and I'm like, okay, okay, USOBs, all yeah. right. All right. Yeah. Now, you're, now you're just now you're just flexing, man. Yeah, what? right. Like, right. Why, why are you flexing? It's not even that many people as there were, like, you know. I think. are like, is that a, a real
2: mountain lion?
3: Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, Dude, I'm surprised they didn't put, like, a whole pool, have, uh, have a whole deck. They're going to do that next year. I just gave them an idea. They're probably going to do that.
0: Yeah,
3: but, uh, but, yeah, and I saw, like, um, oh, man, a couple of other people, like, I, what was it? Was it Live Water Sports that had that that kayak type thing? They had, like, a big, yeah. they had, like, a big camp, crazy camper thing that looked like if Mad Max went camping. Yeah, What was that thing? It was, like, this crazy, like, high-tech looking like it's probably an, trailer. an
2: overlanding tra- a trailer yeah. i assume
3: yeah i call it an assault trailer right because it, yeah, yeah. it looks real tactical and everything so they had that and that and that, that boot space couldn't have been cheap you know and and so uh so yeah i got to you know it, it was cool to to see that but it also lets you know too like the industry is still very much alive i think oh, yeah. some people are like I, some people are right now wondering oh is the kayak industry you know going under or whatever and i'm like no (coughs) it's not uh because as long as fiberglass boats continue to be over a hundred thousand dollars yeah the kayaks are going to be alive they are going to be there will they will they be in a different form probably because technologies um everything that's coming out different type i mean now if you look at like and if I'm talking too much, I'll just tell you, shut the hell up. No,
0: man. you're good, man. You're good.
3: But, you know, I've, I've been talking to a lot of designers um, that work for kayak manufacturers, guys over at Jackson, some of the other guys out there. And they're all now doing their molding directly from computer files. You know, that's a very different way of doing it than it, what, what it used to be as, as early as two or three years ago, where they would shape a hole out right. of fiberglass or out of foam. Right. Uh, Well, they foam it first, then they would coat it with fiberglass and then take it out on the water and then they'd have to change that mold many times. And then there was more variance sometimes in some of the molds just because of the way it was shaped. And now they're designing these things and they have software that will test the float points in simulation, uh, simulate all of the different types of, you know, currents and all that stuff. So by the time they go to mold from the computer file, it's already been worked out. And when they get that mold, they don't have to edit it much or change it. So, you know, that's such a faster way now to to get some boats to market. So I think as you start to see, some of these companies didn't show up at ICAST for reasons. They didn't release a new boat this year, but don't think for a second that those guys aren't working on new craft that they'll release next year. They're just now looking at the market. They're looking at what the needs are. And now they're being able to really come up with the right mold and the right, the right product. Uh, Some of the things I did see that I was impressed by, if you guys want some of my opinions, I don't really get to talk about other people's stuff much. I'm always talking about own crap. Uh, I really, I really appreciated um, the skiff that Bonafide uh, put out. That was Um, slick. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing about that. I have, I've either owned or still own almost every kind of that type of product. Like I have a Kaku Zulu, which is like a skiff kayak hybrid. Uh, I, I had that thing for like a year. I finally went out on the water with it this Saturday because I don't go out much, man. I'm too busy working. And I went out and I was just blown away by its stability. But then I had a I when Crescent came out with their SUP Plus, you know, four years ago, I had one man, right when they came out and I love that thing. I still, I still have access to it and the vibe Kibera, the, um, uh, gosh, um, there's some, I mean, there's a lot of different ones. Um, I'm 50. I'm forgetting, I'm forgetting so much now. Um, but there's so many like those types of products, even the inflatable, I have, yeah. a, you know, I have the star rival, which is now the NRS CUDA. Um, I mean, I, so I've been a fan of that type of craft for a long time, so it's really refreshing to see Bonafide's take on it. I think I, I want to definitely get my hands on one and and go out and you know and I and I really do use them in a hybrid manner where I'll I'll do small water skinny water and I'll do lakes with them, because I found their stability to be really really good and uh, I love the open platform, I love the simplified fishing. I think Jay, you mentioned before we got started. He talked a little bit about fishing with an ultralight. I'm um, some days, man, I'm I, I, I went out with an ultralight, uh an ultralight and then just one one spinning reel uh rod or, you know maybe like a six and a half foot rod and then I had a like a five and a half foot ultralight went out mm-hmm. with that this Saturday and just had a ball you know you yeah know, I catch ballmouth for days catch you know really you know fat bluegill right now and uh and i have a bomb and i love the open deck platforms of some of those crafts so i like that product a lot i saw the titan uh, the new titan um and i'm surprised it didn't come with a manservant in there man that thing had everything on it man a kitchen i i'm surprised it doesn't have a kitchenette you know yeah <laughs> you know you catch your fish and you got your little sushi chef in the back and he can make <laughs> it, he can cut it up for you uh that thing had that thing had a ton of stuff on it man and and uh I'm interested to see what people's reviews, you know, once that product gets officially released out, I was impressed with uh, the battery, the battery storage in it. And just there, and that is, they're definitely, I mean, when they're making these big water boats now, they're really up in their game. And then of course I saw old towns, uh, Yeah, the EPDL and, and uh, you know, I saw that on the water. I, I, and that's the other thing, like, I wanted to set up as much as I could on Monday so that I could be freed up that afternoon to at least go out uh, on the on the water demo and kind of see what you know how some of this stuff looked on the water and how it worked. And I got to watch that EPDL in action. And that's a fast boat. I mean, I bet it was always fast. I mean, that hole is basically the Predator hole that became the Big Water 132, and now they've got that electric motor, you know, you know, uh, pedal hybrid with it. Um, yeah. You know, and you know interesting price point <laughs> uh, Yeah, and and that's also like another thing too that i noticed too is some of the the price points are reflecting our economy and, sure uh so so yeah, yeah but the inflatables that there's a lot of innovation happening with inflatables that i saw wilderness systems new inflatable that they had i was pretty impressed with it um I got to you know i also got to see vibes new inflatable with the pedal drive and i think that's going to be i think that's going to be a big winner for them just because of the price point alone where it's going to be yeah uh, they were on the other side of me and my my yeah. they, their booth was right on the other side of my booth so i got to talk with those guys a lot and uh shout outs to matt Charette, man what a great guy he's he's a heck of a designer for them and and they're under new management under new ownership and uh, they're going in a really positive direction now, They, you know, and I think they're and I mean, they were before, of course. I mean, Josh Thomas uh, did a lot for them. And, you know, I mean, he, I mean, it was his baby. I mean, he brought it to life. Right. So sure. Uh, and he's I, I'm sure and he's working on some things himself now. So shout outs to him, too. I mean, these guys were 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 awesome to me during show season because when I went and worked the Cartersville show, I got to go and um link up with those guys at the at, at vibe and um in marietta and they they let me use the moncana when a uh, prototype of the moncana and take it on tour with me basically to all these different shows so they they've been really supportive and i'm very appreciative of those guys um you know the one thing about doing this and and being kind of like a i'm kind of switzerland right it's like mm-hmm. i make the cuckoo cocks and the chocolate i don't i don't I, I try not I try to stay out of the wars I, I need to work on getting the money though I, I, Switzerland has a lot of money I, I don't so I'm, I'm trying to <laughs> trying to figure that part out I'm trying to trying to get my vaults kind of uh halfway filled there but 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 uh but being able to work with all these different companies independently is really cool because I I have I have an appreciation for all of them and and also like you know I saw some of the things Jack Attack was doing too and uh, and also Railblazer TH Marine and you know, shout outs to those guys. You know, again, yeah. I mean, we're all in the industry trying to do the same thing here. We're There's plenty of C room, you know. Yeah, and, right. And, uh, uh, but, but again, some of these smaller companies like Guardian Angel, I don't know if you guys. Brian, did you get to check them out much?
0: I didn't. No, I didn't get to walk around hardly at all.
3: Right, right. Because you were. Yeah. See, you were like me, man. You were working your booth hard.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: I got to talk to them. I stayed Wednesday night. Till they kicked us out like six thirty. Everybody had already left, but those guys were still there, and I and I had some great conversations with them. Um, the product they have, man, their lighting product, uh, magnetic light. They already been making them for the first responders, uh, but now they're attacking the 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 water in, the watercraft industry. Dude, look out for that product. Um, um, I, I I was really impressed with what they're doing. They have it's a remote That's controlled cool. USB rechargeable light. Huh. And it's and it's under and it's well under a hundred bucks. And and I think the light itself with the remote, I think, is like like 59. And then if you get an attachment, you know, however you want to hook it up to your type And they have a navigation light version too, so you could have one in front of you and run it off the same remote, I believe. And they're completely waterproof. The guy actually had a had a fishbowl with the with with one of the lights in it and he he calls it what what did he call it he called it crusty or he called it something like that where it's been with him it's been with him on every show so he's not taking it out of the water yet and it still lights up and flashes and i think he takes it out maybe to recharge it but other than that it's it's lived in water for the for you know for the whole year so so yeah some of the storage products you know some of the um is it is it busby
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Busby. Yeah yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. 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 I saw some of their stuff. I, I was impressed with some of their storage stuff. So um and then of course the electronics, man. I mean, again, man, those guys, I mean, I don't know if I'm ever gonna have like a large 50 inch flat screen for a fish finder. But on some of those big boats, I could definitely like the big yachts and the big boats, you know, I could definitely see that. So they had some crazy electronics out there, the the sound system dudes. Yeah, y'all were near them.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, were they were getting were... loud at points.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think once they like around four o'clock, you know, they let their hair down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's where they break out the sushi and the, you know, and the alcohol or whatever. And then all of a sudden, you hear boom, 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 boom. <laughs> you know, and I was like, oh, the sound system guys are flexing. <laughs> that. <You> know, they're, <laughs> like, they're like showing it off. But I, but where they had us, they they had us near the food. Mm-hmm. uh and i think that ended up being a good spot for me i think so yeah yeah because everybody has to pee and eat right
0: yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, unless they're an alien <laughs>
3: yeah exactly. well you know hey
2: it's probably hey, a couple of they mixed in i'm sure
3: hey everybody's identifying <laughs> as something right now so why, why not? <laughs> but uh but yeah man so so no man it, that was a cool <laughs> event but i think now like what we're looking at now like for our off season we're working on a lot of development now. I, th- I think it's taken me a while just to get caught up from ICAST because me being gone for a solid week did yeah. put us behind a little bit. Again, we're we're a really small company, but uh, but 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 you know, I, I I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I went out there. So it's awesome, man. Yeah, it was man. a
0: great it was a great showing for Yak Gadget in my opinion for sure, man. I mean, uh in all the new innovations that you came up with um uh, and put out there was just super, super cool. And I'm looking forward to uh seeing those come into the market, man. And I yeah, think they gonna yeah, do it's really
3: a, well for you. Well, thanks, man. And some of those products are gonna come out a lot sooner uh than later. Um we have a couple of new uh quick track products for you know, we've getting a lot of people asking, you know they want to put it on their, their boats that aren't new canoe or Hobie. They want to put them on other boats as well. So we'll sure we've got those, you know, we had some of those out there and, and um yeah. And, and we've got some, we've got a new version of the quick winder being released pretty quick too. So um we, we kind of had it there, but we actually have a newer version that, that we uh have kind of perfected last week. And uh, the crank is, even easier it's i mean it's probably 50 percent better um the 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 knob the knob is a little meatier now easier to grab so again i i'm always taking a look at my stuff and going okay it's good but you know i would really i wish it could be like maybe like this and then and now after seeing some other things out there and whatnot it gives me some ideas of like oh okay well, I could maybe make a change here, make an edit here. And then all of a sudden now it's like, it's two times better than it was. And so we'll be uh, dropping that one soon. Uh, we're about to, we're, we're on the edge of production on that one. We've got some We've got some existing models still on the shelf that we need to sell first before. I think we'll probably release that. We'll probably release that more in the fall just because, you know, it'll be a 24 product, I guess. Sure. And that's the other thing too. We're still trying to figure out what what's twenty-three and what's twenty-four, right? Like if we do right. a new version of a product that someone just buys, it's like buying an iPhone, you know, 14 and then they drop the 15. Sure. You know, you know on Wednesday. You just bought it on Tuesday and then on Wednesday. That's happened to me more times than I can count. Um, I get a new I get a I get a new laptop and then they go, As soon as I got home with it, I got my new laptop. And they're like, Oh, did you hear about the new version that just got released? And I'm like, huh? <laughs> uh, so we're trying to avoid that as much as we can, but I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know how you can sometimes it's tough. Um, but yeah, so we, have you know, some of these products, the, the, the quick, the quick scope mount is definitely going to be dropping sooner than later. And again, I'm, I pretty much got my supplier dialed in, you know, to, to provide me what I want now. And so nice. that's going to be coming real soon. So, yeah, man, I, I know I've been talking, I've been chatty, Kathy.
0: No, you're all good, man.
3: I you could tell, man. I'm, I'm uh, I haven't been talking to many people this week, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I was a lot more quiet after ICAST. I was talked out, but uh, but,
0: it's all I, good, brother. Yeah, it's all man. good, man. We we definitely appreciate you hopping on tonight, man, and just uh, talking about all the new cool stuff you got going on, man.
3: Yeah, man, no doubt. And uh, you know, I tell you what, man, we, you know, we're just so proud of our affiliation with uh, Paddle and One Fan you guys have been supporting us from the jump and, and, uh, likewise,
0: and, man. Like, yeah,
3: man. I mean, it's just, it's one of those things where in the industry, it's great to know that there are people out there that not only get what you do, but they're, but they support what you do because they understand what you're trying to do. And I think that's a big, that's a big element to this. Cause I think, oh, yeah. First, yeah, because I, I've said this story many times and and I watched a Ted talk not too long ago about a, uh, one of the guys who was an entrepreneur. And he said, you know, you know, you're doing something right when a lot of your nose are starting to become yeses. Right. And, mm. and it was really cool to see how we were treated at this ICAST versus 2018. Sure. And, sure. 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 And, and not, and that's not to be negative in any way. I think, I think that I think the kayak manufacturing community is a close-knit environment that you kind of have to earn your stripes, and I, I respect that. But but now I, I, that even makes me feel better now because we've got people approaching us now instead yeah. of us have to, we don't always have to knock on other people's doors; they'll they'll knock on ours too, and that's an awesome feeling. But it's also good to be with you guys, who are some of the OGs of the guys who 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 were gave us a warm yeah you know, welcome you know yeah. and, and uh i appreciate you guys and, and guys like that um like john Rap, guys like that even more because you guys were there when others didn't even want to talk to me at all and now even the people that still don't want to talk to me they'll, they'll at least kind of look at me and halfway wave you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> so it's so, you know, it's like, hey, all things take time,
0: right? You know, it, it, it's growth and I think you've more than earned that respect and, and rightfully so, man. You've you've grounded up and you know, you've uh, you continue to um do new, cool and more innovative things in in this way and that's what sets you apart from that man. So pat yourself on the back for that. Well
3: I appreciate it, man. I'm I just i'm like tony stark man i don't know when to stop i'm gonna keep making suits you know like i'm just yeah. gonna keep making stuff man and and uh it, i'll go back to what i always say i'll keep making it if people keep buying it right so <laughs> so that's that that's the uh that's kind of the uh that's the oath that that I kind of took when i got into this so uh, right. but yeah man i'm excited to see kind of what 24 will yield and I choose to be optimistic. <laughs> I, yeah. I was pessimistic going into this year. I'm not going to lie. I think, you know, I had a lot of changes um, last year. You know, I bought out my business partner and uh, made some changes in the company and streamlined some things and simplified some other things. And um, and I was and I did all that because I felt like 23 was probably going to be kind of a, a wintry year, if you will, sure. uh, economic wise. And and to my surprise it kind of hasn't been and but we've been able to keep up even with you know less people and even with uh, you know I think we've had more focus yeah. Um, yeah, yeah so I think it's been good for us and and so it's it's encouraging for me now to go okay well if we had that kind of year then 24 24 should even be just as good if not better just for the fact that um, typically with election year you know your economy bumps up a bit you know um and so you, you've got some of that so i think you'll see more innovation from other companies next year too other kayak manufacturers you'll see <laughs> newer models you know you'll see more uh, more than this year i think so i i think you'll i am I, I feel encouraged by some things and uh and you know we got we got some things we're working on too so heck yeah um, so I'm, I'm i'm excited to see what 24 will yield for us as well
0: heck yeah man john thank you again we appreciate your knowledge we appreciate your support and uh continuing just to be a badass in the accessories market <laughs> i don't and, know about uh, that <laughs> we love it man he's being nice we love it we love uh, it
3: i'm more like a i'm more like a uh, battered ass sometimes <laughs> <laughs> you know man that's I, I i you know man i i, I don't know it's just really fun i mean sometimes just to kind of look back and go well we started making motor mounts in 2018 not knowing if anybody would buy anything and now we like have i think with all the different variations of kayaks we have like something like 100 and nearly 130 products now that's awesome (laughs) yeah it's kind of weird you know it's like to look back on that and go man yeah um so i think you know rather than and we've talked several times about you know should we decrease you know the number of products we have should we simplify things should we go down to just this you know just get a smaller you know line or whatever and i don't know man i mean we we keep coming back to the fact that people still people still buy the stuff it's like i don't want to pull something that people are still feeling that fulfills a need i mean right and some of that stuff we're even going back now we almost i guess we almost put it out we you know we almost put it out of production and now we're going back making new versions of that because of the demand i i guess you know because what happens sometimes too is some of these boats that have existed and kind of maybe might have dipped in sales they come back yeah some of them come back like like the bona fide ss-127 mm-hmm. it, it that product's been around gosh what since what late 2017 and man, that thing, that thing is kind of snapped back now. The sales on that boat has increased again. I like it's yeah. at least at least at least from my sales, from my side, there's sure. a yeah. lot of interest in that boat. So so you see boats like you know, really good, well-made classic boats like that, like they're coming back around again. Or if they make a newer version of that same model, but they keep some of those features, then people are by, you know, come back and you see a a uptick back in some of those products that we may not be selling a lot at a particular time, and then all of a sudden now, we'll 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 look around and we'll get like you know we'll get like thirty orders for it, and we're looking around going, what's going on? Like yeah,
0: right. You know right, what's right.
3: what's happening with with this thing? You know, and so it's like so when you start to have issues like that, you start to go, okay, well, I could kill this, but I don't have a mold and I don't have a a controlled inventory on this particular item that I've got to worry about, so. Let's just go ahead and let's keep it running. So sure. I think that's what we're going to continue to do, man. But um I mean, what are what are let me interview you guys for a second? What are what are some concerns that you have in the industry or what are some trends that you're seeing that are either good or maybe even not so good? I mean, what what's the good, bad, and ugly here? Like I never get to hear this perspective. Like I'm 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 gonna start interviewing guys that interview me. So I wanna <laughs>
0: Uh, my take from ICAST this year is, you know, there wasn't the presence that there was in years past. And, you know, after building that up and, and kayak fishing, having such a strong presence at ICAST, um, it was kind of sad not to see that this year. Is it going to hurt? Maybe, uh, you know, but on the flip side of that, I think the ones that got more attention because of that, right? And I kind of view that as a as a good thing for those particular companies and rightfully so. You know, they they put their big boy pants on and went to the big boy show and uh, so so they got some extra attention where those other companies lost out on. You know what I mean?
3: I think I think it benefited us too. Sure. I'm yeah, I'm, sure. I, I'm sure. I when I first signed up for iCast and I did it in March and when I first signed up, and I was like, and I had done a ten foot booth initially, right? Because it, it's expensive, right? And and so I was like, well, I feel like I need to be there. And then all of a sudden, I heard, oh, Hobie's not going to be there. New Canoe's not going to be there. You know, I'll, you know, uh, you know, Jackson's not going to be there, and all these other companies. And I'm like, dude, did I pick like the exact wrong year to do this? Like, like that's so typical that that would happen to me. It's like. Dude, was this like the was this like a really dumb mistake well what ended up happening was is that as that show was filling in around you know as late as you know the first of june i started to see companies like vibe you know get a booth and Mm -hmm. and then i saw that they had a 20-foot space available so i was like you know what man I tell you what, I think it. You know, when I talked to Vibe, I talked to Matt and Vibe, and said, "You guys are going now." You got? And he said, "Oh yeah." And then he kind of started giving me some of the reasons why they they thought it was a good idea for them. And I start thinking, I was like, "I need to upgrade my space. I need a twenty foot booth, man, to do this. To do this, let's just do this the right way." So sure, I doubled my investment, and because I I was like, you know what, this could either be like a week show, or I can just be, you know, it may give me more of a chance to 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 nab some of the spotlight and i think it did help us in that regard i think i think if anyone who's a small business owner that's on the fence of doing a show like that i think you have to see it from a different perspective and i think the perspective that i saw was okay i'm gonna show my age but when i got into graphic design back in like the mid 90s print the print media was still a big deal right and yeah was still a thing i mean some of the younger guys are going like what's a newspaper um but you know to do a newspaper ad locally because you know i work for i work for ad agencies to 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 be able to take out a full ad in a newspaper just your local just your local town not even a big city was like ten thousand dollars for a full page and 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 you had to think, well, how much exposure would that give you? Well, a lot of smaller businesses, it would really help because it would give them direct exposure within that community, which was all they really needed, right? There weren't necessarily national brands. But if you were a national brand, you'd have to buy a, You know, a lot of 10,000 page ads and small newspapers to get presents, right? And and so I start thinking about that and going, dude, why am I complaining about the cost of this booth? Because you're going to have YouTubers there that are going to shoot videos in my booth you're gonna have I'm gonna have exposure to a lot of the Florida dealers because they'll still come to that event even if a lot of other dealers won't because they're either watching their pennies or they or they're just too busy doing other things or supporting a lot of a lot of different dealers and retailers are supporting tournaments this time of year, right? And so I, I got to thinking the exposure alone, whether I sign a dealer or whether I sign an order or fulfill an order at all, the exposure alone is worth that price because how much we did a newspaper ad in a small community cost back in the day, they cost more than this. And I'm going to, and I'm getting much more social media reach with all it's the true. big YouTubers, you know, Alix, kayak DIY, all those guys made videos, kayak angler magazine, they all made videos in our booth. So, so you're really, that's kind of what you're, you know, so if you're a small business and you're going in, should I even go to that thing? Right. the reason why I, the reason why i would say yes is for the media the media attention exposure i think that oh, helps yeah. and that and that and it's in and, and we've ourselves in july have in july and so far just we're just a couple days into august but ourselves have reflected from it it was good for us to do it so i so at the so you know if it's still around next year which i know it will be definitely they're already signing people up for next year I, i'm gonna do it next year sure because i i feel like that's the kind of business we should be doing, I think. And and it's promotion and it's part of a marketing budget. And if I go to some less shows next year, which I do, I'm not going to be doing nine shows next year. Yeah. Uh, I'm only going to do maybe four. Then, nice. then now that's a viable part of our budget. And we did Bassmasters this year. And quite frankly, like, and I'm not going to run down Bassmasters, but I, it just, Bassmasters didn't really, <laughs> I felt like, I felt like they're kind of not there yet in terms of for what i do for what i do not sure not you know because i connect with a lot more retailers and a lot more um and a lot more people from around the world where Bassmasters doesn't do that and it's still kind of a consumer show and i think where they had it this past year i'd already i'd been there just six weeks prior at the east tennessee show so it's not really it's not really for me personally uh next year so it won't be on my docket so i'll have plenty of room in the marketing budget to do iCast again so it's worth it's worth continuing to go for me but yeah, you know right on i love so it man. sorry man didn't mean to no you're on.
0: good you're good man we appreciate it brother
3: i'm mouthy man you can tell i'm not around people much so it's all good <laughs> it's all good brother it's all good well we're gonna wrap this
0: one up john thank you so much sure. for your time tonight uh very much appreciate it everybody go check out yak gadget stuff yak Long. Keep an eye out for all new stuff for the website. And uh we'll see you guys then.